You are are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. Super excited for today's guest. As entrepreneurs, we're always trying to find different ways to invest and do different stages. So when it comes to investing, serial entrepreneur and early stage investor, Eric Satz is a firm believer in personal autonomy. So when Eric found out that his tax-advantaged retirement account could be used to make long-term investments with potentially big returns, he began investigating the process. Eric felt he had an opportunity to change the fate of U.S. retirement by enabling individuals to easily invest in their retirement savings and alternative assets. And with the technology making it easier than ever for people to own a small piece of a company or a fund, it was the perfect time for Eric to start Alto. With Alto, Eric has expanded people's access to alternative assets so they can take control of their IRA money and their future, which is important for entrepreneurs like you. So I'm excited to welcome Eric Satz to Making Bank today. Josh, uh, really, thank you for having me. The first change, you know, entrepreneurs are always changing things. And the first change I'm going to make is is that uh, podcast introductory bio. Uh, boy, that's hard to follow. So, so, so the next one will be like one line. It'll be like whoosh, Eric yeah. Alto. Perfect. Short, sweet, oh. to the point. Short and sweet. I'm with you. Yeah, I know. That's that's how I have mine. Just nice and short and sweet when I jump on podcast interviews. So, <laughs> well, but, what, um, well, cool. Well, uh, go ahead. No, what I what I was going to say is, um, you know, for those who are trying to follow the bouncing ball at home, really, what we do is at, at Alto is make it easy for you, an individual investor, to access your retirement savings for purposes of investing in alternative assets. Things like private companies, so whether it's private equity, later stage, earlier stage venture capital, real estate, uh, artwork, securitized collectibles, and and now, of course, crypto. And, and so this was a, a really hot, hard process before we started, and hopefully it's a hell of a lot easier today than it was. Well, so what... Tell us, kind of give us a little insights and background. Um, I know I have my knowledge and my experience with all of this. Can you do this just off of any IRA? Does it have to be a specific one? And, you know, because a lot of people have that 401k or that typical one that your CPA or somebody that tells you to set up. So kind of give us a little insight what, what we got to, I guess, have. Yeah. So Alto is itself a trust company, you know, to, so... Uh, the trust company is a, a wholly owned subsidiary, which is you know a bunch of legal jargon that nobody actually needs to understand, except to say that when you come to Alto and you create an IRA account with us, it's just like creating an IRA account at Fidelity or Schwab or any other big financial services firm, sort of broker dealer or trust company. And so what you're able to do with us, once you open your account, and not everybody knows this, but you can transfer funds between IRA accounts sort of uh, w- without restriction. And so sure. let's, say, let's, let's say you want to invest $10,000 in alternative assets because you think it's a really smart thing to do from a portfolio diversification standpoint. You'll open an Alto IRA 
and then you'll ch- initiate a transfer of funds from let's just say Fidelity over to over to Alto, and then you're good to go, and you can invest in what you want. Again, whether that's crypto or uh, a friend's private company, uh, or um, it, it could be real estate, or it could be art. And and what we've built out at Alto is this technology platform that serves as both the hub and spoke for this type of alternative asset investing, by which I mean, we have 80 plus investment platform partners. And so we make it really easy for you to transact and to invest in these assets that you're most interested in. And you're able to do it all online with us. And so we've taken this people and paper burden process that was originally uh, enabled or created back in the early 1970s when ERISA was created. And we brought it into the 21st century. And, um, you know, so this idea of uh, knocking down barriers to adoption, educating, providing financial literacy, and making it so that more people, the mass affluent certainly, can take advantage of these same investment opportunities, which historically have been kind of walled off for the ultra high net worth or really high net worth individual. Sure. You guys actually then create the IRA account uh, for that, correct? That's that's what it sounds like Alto does. So we custody the IRA account, yes. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And then do you guys provide the different investment vehicles to go into, or is that more like something that I'm figuring out on my own and in things like that? Um, so Cause yes like, and yes. for example, like we, yes and yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're I didn't know if in, it was just like, we can do this, but not this, but yes and yes, you do all of it. So, so, so there are a few restrictions that, that come with IRA investing and those things are referred to as prohibited transactions. And as you go through our workflow process, we weed those out. So, so long as you answer, answer the questions truthfully, we will not allow you to enter into a prohibited transaction. But let's just assume that's not what we're talking about for the moment. You can either bring your own deal to the platform or you can discover a deal from one of our 80 plus investment platform partners. And so mm. uh, we essentially provide a, a kayak if you will, of uh, sort of alternative asset investment opportunities through our partners. And you can go through and type real estate or artwork or whatever it may be. And we'll show you those platform partners to which you can then click through and look for uh, asset opportunities that interest you. No, that that's, yeah. And then is this all done through an app, an online platform, or I guess, how is it all set up? So, so right now it's, it, it's all on... Um, you know, on the web, on, on the, on, okay. a, on a laptop. And, you know, we also have mobile web, so you can do it on your phone as well. Uh, and we will have an app coming out in short order for the crypto trading experience, but not for the other, mm. at least not yet for the other alternative asset uh, investment experience. While some things seem to happen in the blink of an eye, like volatility and inflation in the markets. Other things take time, like building a successful startup or perhaps creating a great piece of art. I'm no artist myself, but it could be foolish not to recognize the existence of art as an asset class. Billionaires have been investing in the art market for centuries, 
while some of us have been sticking with the classic 60-40 equities and bonds ratio. But get this, there's finally a way to get access to the investment of the ultra high net worth investor without being one. With the $1 billion fintech startup Masterworks. Using data and technology, Masterworks is democratizing the art market. They've transformed a centuries-old asset class so that everyday investors can invest in blue chip pieces from iconic artists like Warhol, Picasso, Banquist to add to their portfolios. And the best part, it only takes a moment to invest in blue chip artwork on their platform. You can get started at masterworks.art, A-R-T, slash, making bank. My listeners get priority access to their latest offerings. Just go to masterworks.art slash making bank. See important disclaimers at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. As um, I'm starting to make these investments, uh, you said there's a, you know you, there's like a sheet that I fill out or kind of a questionnaire and stuff. Is that then kind of give me suggestions on how I should allocate my money in these different areas? Since you guys have eighty plus different opportunities to that, uh, that, you know, that, cho- that look does through. not that that does not. So we're okay. not. So you're basically uh, inputting the characteristics of an investment opportunity that you're looking for, and we're spitting out those things which sort of meet that those match. characteristics, right? That, that, that match. We're not okay. RIA. So we're not a financial advisor and we are not yet a broker dealer. And so once we go into uh, the broker dealer landscape or, or world that that dynamic can begin to shift, but we're not there yet. The, the other thing that we do believe strongly about is providing you with access to financial information uh, information that has to do with financial literacy and due diligence and questions you should be asking prior to make okay. prior to making investments. And you know, one of the things historically uh, people will say when they begin to talk about alternative assets is they're so risky. That isn't a, a, a true statement in a blanket fashion, right? <laughs> like so, venture capital venture capital can be risky. Real estate way less so. And, sure. and what I would say to you, there's plenty that's risky about the stock market. All we have to do is look at the returns over the last two weeks to, to understand that, right? And, and the thing that we like to preach to those who will listen is portfolio diversification, right? So it's not about having all your money in stocks and bonds anymore, nor should it be, nor should it ever really have been. It, it's, it, it's, hey, maybe I have 20% uh, to 40% in stocks, but then I've got 20% in real estate, 20% in artwork, 20% in crypto. Uh, you know, at some point my 20% are going to be more than a hundred and we all know you can't do that. But the, the point is to diversify across asset classes and into opportunities that don't necessarily move in lockstep with one another. And we do this in order to reduce volatility portfolio volatility and to increase returns. And so these are the things that the high net worth, ultra high net worth institutional investors do that the rest of us haven't been able to do. But thanks sure. to technology, thanks to our platform and many others uh, and, and just technolo- technological capabilities today, we can fractionalize ownership, by which I mean, 
you know, you can get a small piece of that piece of art today at almost any economic scale. You couldn't do that five years ago, mm, but you can, right. but you can do it today. And so, you know, the world continues to evolve. The financial opportunities available to most of us continue to evolve, and we're trying to facilitate that change. And then, you know, as you invest in different things, is there management fees and all these different kind of fees and like, you know, how like mutual funds and EFTs and they all have, <laughs> by the yeah, time so you actually start to make money, you <laughs> you don't make any money. <laughs> so, so, so that was the thing that really annoyed me about this industry when I was making investments uh, on my own, when I, when I first started in the self-directed IRA industry, uh, the custodians like to pretend as if they were asset managers and really they're mm. administrators. And so we've sure. built this platform uh, with actually with TurboTax as our North Star, right? TurboTax came along and said, hey, we're going to take this incredibly complicated process. We're going to simplify it. We're going to make it so that anybody can do it. And we're going to put it on a platform that can serve millions of people, not just, you know, maybe tens of thousands. And if we can serve millions, well, then we can charge a really reasonable price. And so right. that's what we've done at Alto. And we there, there are two different um, pricing platforms. The first is for everything that's non-crypto. Okay. And, and you're going to get an account that's either $100 a year or $250 a year. And that depends on whether you're investing just with our partners, which is $100 a year, no matter how many investments you make or whether or not you want the flexibility and freedom to also bring your own deals. And so that's $250 a year. Now there mm. are there are transaction fees when you make the investments, but those are one-time fees. And those, okay. can, and those can range from $10 uh, or $50 for our, for our partnership platform deals, up to $75 for deals that you're doing on your own. On the other side of the, the coin, uh, no pun intended, crypto, uh, we just charge 1% per trade and that's it. No other, no other fees there. So pretty okay. straightforward. The whole idea here was that we wanted to be able to fit it on a single page and to do so without, you know, forcing someone to pull out a magnifying glass. No, that's And then like, for example, for crypto, how does that 1% compare to like Coinbase? So it could it was, be more, could be less. It, de it depends on your particular uh, trading volume at Coinbase and whether you're a Coinbase Pro customer or uh, a Coinbase customer. And, you know, it's a really good question because Coinbase is our, our third largest investor and our platform is integrated oh. <laughs> with, and, and our platform is, is integrated with Coinbase. And so there are no additional fees when you trade from the Alto platform, like, we uh, we incur and we cover all the all the Coinbase fees. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I didn't know if, if they were. Hey, Coinbase is our competitor, but since since you know their partner, you know, partnered up with you guys and stuff. No, Coinbase are friends. Sounds like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we like Coinbase. We're, we're all working together here. Yes. <laughs> awesome. And then I guess for you guys, you know, as you being an entrepreneur and growth and everything like that. What's kind of like your end goal with this, you know, with this company and, you know, and where are you guys at kind of in that growth strategy? Yeah, uh, our, our end goal is to displace Fidelity and Schwab, period, mm. end of story. And, you know, I, I, I think like both are incredible 
financial institutions. And I, I'd like to take people back to the E.F. Hutton days. And Josh, I don't know how old you are, but there used to be commercials uh, from E.F. Hutton when E.F. Hutton was still a thing. And the commercial essentially went something like, hey, when E.F. Hutton talks, people listen. And E.F. Hutton, yeah, this is, you know, I th- probably before Sherson Lehman bought E.F. Hutton, and most, most listeners probably don't even know who Sherson Lehman is or was. But <laughs> what, what, the, what that uh, commercial really was about was when E.F. Hutton talks, you know, white male, white, white male, you know, folks with lots of money listen. And, and the, the scene for those commercials really was like a yacht club or a, uh, a golf course or, a, you know, some country club somewhere. And, you know, you could only trade if you had a broker, like it was really hard mm-hmm. otherwise. And by the way, you could only have a broker if you had sure. a lot of money. And, and Schwab came along and I love telling this story because Schwab came along as a discount brokerage firm uh, in which they would charge you a flat forty nine ninety nine a trade. <laughs> that, that was discount brokerage at the time, right? And, and the thing that was just so genius about what Charles Schwab did was he said, everybody can do this and we're going to help them. And by the way, we're going to put a store on, you know, the corner of Maine and Maine all over the place. And to a certain degree, what I like to think we're doing is doing for alternative asset investing, what Schwab did for public company investing. We want people to know that they can Mm. do it. We want to help them understand how, and we want to make it affordable for them to do so. So that that's what we're trying to do. I mean, and one, you know, is, as you're investing and re- investing through this IRA, is there a cap on how much money I'm able to put into it or invest? You know, is there any limitations? So a lot of people don't know uh, that there's give or take 30 to $35 trillion sitting in retirement accounts today. The largest bucket is actually uh, IRA money. So it's give or take $14 mm. trillion and uh, 401ks are probably somewhere between six and eight trillion, and then the the remaining deltas, pensions. Most people think 401ks are are bigger than IRAs. They aren't uh, because we all stay with the same employer for shorter periods of time than we used to. And every time we leave our employer, we roll our 401k to our IRA account, and so. While your annual contributions are are limited based on your age, for most people it's six thousand uh, dollars, six thousand dollars a year. For 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 those who uh, fall into the elder category, it's more. I actually, I think I may even fall into this category. I don't know. Now I'm saying how old I am, but but for <laughs> for most people it's it's six thousand dollars a year. I may have a couple more years to go before I can do the catch ups, but. Uh, it's six thousand dollars a year, but the 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 real thing here is that uh, people are rolling their four hundred one ks into their IRAs, and then you can move money between IRAs, you know, sort of at any pace that that makes sense for you. Gotcha. Okay. I guess where can people get more information about Alto? Uh, kind of give them a website and stuff. Sure. A l t o i r a dot com. Alto and uh, I, I think we do a decent job on the website of telling you how to do it and what it's all about and what your options are and why you should. But if we don't, please let us know that. Uh, I promise you we'll respond. 
at, at the end of the day, like at the and I, this is the way I think about every business. We're we're in the customer service business. We're in the customer convenience business. We're just happen, you know. We just happen to do it with investments. Other people do it, you know, in in other industries. But at some point, everybody has the same technology, and that technology has to be table stakes. And the way you differentiate yourself is the way you treat your people, and the way your people treat your customers or your clients. And and that's how we think about this. Awesome. And then, is there any minimums or anything like that? You know, when people are investing. Um, no. Do they have to have a certain amount to invest? I, I mean, on the crypto side, it's ten dollars, but I'm not. I'm not going to. Sure, I'm not sure that's really a minimum. Like that's what a New York subway costs these days. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then just one last thing, like something you're like, oh man, I hope Joshua's going to ask me this, but he didn't ask me. Some last thing or something you want to share with everybody before we wrap up. Yeah, you know, I I think there's a. The conventional wisdom used to be that you should be really conservative with your retirement investing. And I, and I think that's exactly backwards. If you think about your retirement account, that's long-term money. You should be investing in long-term asset opportunities. We all actually expect to achieve. We don't know it. No one, no one, no one uh, titles it this way. But when you invest your retirement money in liquid assets, you, you're expecting to, to receive a, a discount on return. And I say that because you don't know it, but you pay a premium for liquidity. But if you're using retirement money, you don't need liquidity. You can't touch it until you retire. So you should be looking mm. for those longer term uh, asset opportunities that are illiquid because you get premium returns or your, your expected return should be at a premium to the market if you're investing in something that's illiquid. And those are the dollars that are tied up anyway. Those are the dollars you should be using for those opportunities. That's great. One last question too, um, is it like when you invest, is there any lockup period or anything like that? You know, when you put your funds and you pick one of the different you know, ways maybe, you know, act to access to invest well, through whether real estate fund or investment fund or. Yeah. So, so it really is, um, asset dependent. Uh, and the thing about okay. alternative assets is, uh, it's, it's very hard to predict when an exit is or when a liquidity is going to come, which is why I say like from a duration matching standpoint, these are the exact dollars you should use because especially if you're, you know, if, it, if you're in your 30s and you're not retiring, who knows when you retire anymore if, if you're in your 30s today. Right. But uh, in fact, I don't even think retirement will be a thing. I think it'll really be, are we talking about what, what sort of financial freedom or flexibility do you have? Not, are you retiring? But uh, back to the point, I love going sort of off on a tangent. <laughs> um, but back to the point, if you're in your 30s, you can go ahead and invest in some real estate or private equity or venture capital or farmland or whatever it may be, piece of art, because, you know, generally speaking, sometime between seven and 12 years, you're going to get liquidity in that in that investment. And so now mm. you're in your 40s and you can reinvest again. And the great thing about making these types of investments with uh, IRA dollars is that it's all tax advantage. You get to 
reinvest the winnings without paying tax and you get to take advantage of what Einstein referred to as the eighth wonder of the world, which is compounding returns. And that's a good thing. Awesome. Uh, Eric, any, uh, so we're going to check out altoira.com anywhere they want to look you up uh, personally or anything. I don't know why anyone wants to look me up personally. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, but I am on both Twitter and LinkedIn as part of the job. Cool. Awesome. Guys, I hope you guys are really paying attention to what Eric was talking about today. Uh, Go back, listen again, figure out what you're doing now, what you're missing. Are you just making those investments in the regular stock market or EFTs or mutual funds, kind of that go-to that everybody's used to? But as entrepreneurs, you know, the reason we started our own business is we understand risk and we understand the reward and everything. And so Eric's giving you a super easy platform to onboard with and to start making investments that a lot of the high net worth have only been able to lock up over the years and give you a simple and alternative way to do that. So listen to this again, take those notes, and then start taking some action on what you want to do with where you're going, where you're putting your money and your retirement and everything. So again, Eric, appreciate you coming on Making Bank today and honored to have you on the show. Josh, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. I am Josh Felbert. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.